Welcome to the Omnicare Clinical Nurse Consultant podcast series. Today's topic is medication availability and some of the issues we see that contribute to medication availability in the facilities. We are excited to provide these podcasts to answer questions we get from our facility nurses and staff across the United States. My name is Shannon Wright. I'm one of the directors of clinical nursing for Omnicare. I'll be your moderator today. Also joining us are Brenda Davis, one of our clinical nurse consultants. Brenda works in the field and completes quality reviews in the facilities. In addition, we have two special guests. First is Lisa Allen, one of our consultant pharmacists. Lisa works in the facility completing medication reviews for residents to meet compliance standards and ensure safety of the residents. And third is Joe Davis, pharmacist and general manager for Omnicare Houston, Texas. Joe works in the pharmacy to ensure when orders are placed, the medications are dispensed according to physician's orders. Brenda, Lisa, and Joe will be your subject matter experts for today's discussion. When we think of medication availability, we think the pharmacy simply didn't send us the medication we ordered. While this may be the case, there are several other reasons that could contribute to medication availability. We will talk about some of the more common findings of medication availability issues to make you aware of how to prevent delays in the future. Our goal is to give you some valuable information to help you quickly identify issues and how to address these timely to get the medications delivered to eliminate any delays in the treatment of your residents. So let's jump right in. Often review reports and see when the nurses are in the field, they find medications that were not available during their CART audits. When this happens, they immediately go into the root cause analysis mode to determine the reason. Brenda, I'm going to start with you. What do you find often in the facilities that may help our listeners today? Thank you, Shannon. Um, one of the more common issues, especially with an EMAR, is the receiving of the medications. I had a situation come up in a facility recently. The resident was transferred to the hospital and then returned to the facility. The nurse told me she had ordered medications for this resident and they had not been filled by the pharmacy. In addition, she was getting low on quantity. When I logged into OmniView under resident profile, none of her medications were listed. They were all under the inactive order list. I notified the pharmacy and was informed that it looked like the medications needed to be received in their computer system to be able to reorder the medications. The nurse and I investigated the EMAR system and it was noted that the medications in the EMAR system had not been received and the medications could not be ordered. When medications are received into the facility, they must be marked received in the EMAR system to reorder. Great point, Brenda. And while we're on this subject, just let me clarify received medications. Physically receiving the medications from the pharmacy is different than receiving medications in the EMAR system. If you have questions about this, please reach out to your account manager or your EMAR vendor for clarification. Joe, what do you see at the pharmacy level when a facility is not receiving the medication in the EMAR system appropriately? On each of our daily shipments is what we refer to as the manifest. The manifest has several pieces of information, the patient name, the prescription number, and the medication that, we're, uh, that is being shipped. But more importantly is the information on why a medication is not being shipped. There are several reasons for an item not being shipped, such as it may be too soon to fill the medication not, and it's not released by the insurance company. 
the item may be out of stock. The insurance company is not covering the medication or there is a need for more information to allow that to be paid. It is very important to send the pharmacy any changes in how the medication is to be given so that we can adjust the day supply and let the insurance company know why we are attempting to send the medication at the time of the order. All of these messages will be found on the manifest if it's not being sent. Great information. I think as nurses, we get so busy multitasking, we just expect our residents' medications to arrive and fail to think about all the different scenarios. Thank you, Joe. Let's talk about how to track a medication that has been ordered through OmniView. When I worked on the provider side, this was a tool I could have benefited more from. Brenda, how do you use this in the field to help you track medication orders for facilities? Sure. I use this on 95% of the visits I complete. When I want to track a medication in OmniView, I log into OmniView for the facility, go to Pharmacy Connection, Resident Actions, and then the Resident Profile link. You can view the prescription number, name of the medication, along with the direction, strength of the medication, how many refills are available on that prescription number, NDC number, and when the pharmacy fills the medication. There are times when the medication you are looking for may not be listed. This will indicate that the pharmacy will possibly need a new order to make the medication an active order. If this is the case, I suggest contacting the pharmacy at this point. To see if a medication was received into the facility, go to the Reports tab located under the Financial Connection. Under Proof of Delivery link, enter resident's last name in the provided field and enter the date range that you are looking for and then click Generate List. This will have line items listed per delivery manifest, resident's name, order number, item description, which is the name of the medication, date shipped, and date received. This is the first place to begin when you know you have reordered a medication and have not received it. I will add, often when finding the medication was delivered with a signature, it was the not shift staff who was on one cart and the missing medication was in a drawer on that cart. This feature is extremely helpful in this aspect. Let's move on and talk about med availability related to waste. First, again, welcome Lisa, and thank you for taking the time to join us on our podcast. This is a preventable medication availability issue. What do you see during your on-site visit to facilities regarding the proper storage of medication and how this relates to medication availability? First of all, heat, air, light, and moisture may damage medications. Medications should be stored in a way that means they are safe and will be effective when administered. Safe and secure storage includes abiding by proper temperature controls as well as maintaining appropriate light and humidity exposure. All medications have storage requirements that are specified by the manufacturer. It is important to be aware of these requirements and implement routine checks to ensure medication integrity prior to administration to the resident. Here are a few key tips. According to the CDC guidelines, refrigerators and freezers used in storing vaccines should have their temperatures monitored at least twice daily unless a temperature monitoring device that reports maximum and minimum temperatures is used. 
Refrigerator units with a freezer compartment inside of the refrigerator, an example is a dormitory-style refrigerator, are not recommended. All internal and external products should be stored physically separate from one another. Check the expiration date on each medication to ensure it is within date. Remember that the expiration date is the date up to which a product is expected to remain usable if stored correctly. Ensure medications requiring refrigeration are placed in the refrigerator immediately upon arrival from the pharmacy. Remember that refrigerated medications can expire quickly if they are stored improperly at room temperature, becoming toxic or less effective. The proper storage of medications directly impacts medication availability. If medication is not stored correctly, the medications will need to be discarded, which can result in a refill too soon notification, added cost to the resident or facility, and delay in medication administration to the resident. These policy situations make it difficult when trying to reorder medications. Can you talk about what could be the outcome for the resident if an effective medication was administered? How medications are stored could be the difference between treatment and relapse. Too much heat or humidity can alter the way a medication works. If a life depends on proper dosage of a, med a specific medication, this could cause serious consequences. Storing medications at temperatures outside of their recommended range can cause that medication to physically change, lose potency, or even threaten your health. For patients with chronic conditions like heart disease or diabetes, a damaged dose of a pivotal medication like nitroglycerin or insulin could be fatal. And what's worse is that you can't always tell by looking at the medication that it has been compromised. Here are a few examples of what happens to common medications if they are administered after improper storage. Antibiotics can cause stomach or kidney damage. Aspirin can cause stomach upset. Hydrocortisone cream can separate and become useless in the heat. Diagnostic text strips, like those that we use to check blood sugar levels, can give a false reading if exposed to too much moisture or humidity. Thyroid pills are often protein-based, and heat can change their properties. Always feel free to contact a pharmacist if you are unsure about proper medication storage. Thanks, Lisa. I don't think we've got to consider what the outcomes of medication storage issues can be to the resident. Great information. Joe, I want to circle back to the refill too soon. What issues do you see in the pharmacy when orders come in and there's a refill too soon message? Or what extra steps are needed, required to get the resident their required med? What do you see on your side? Well, if there are questions about when a medication comes across, feel free to contact the pharmacy and we'll help resolve the issue. The messages may come across as a fax or it may be on the manifest we talked about earlier. Most of the time it is a problem with the directions for administration being changed at the facility level and the information not being passed along to the pharmacy. We need to keep our records as accurate as possible to help prevent this issue from delaying the medication being sent out. On some occasions, 
there may be regulatory restrictions on sending out the amount of medications requested, such as control drug limits in some potentially hazardous meds being restricted. We normally send a fax to the facility and to the physician when there is a problem or related issue preventing the medication from being filled. We understand our system sends numerous notifications, but it is important to let all nursing staff for that resident know the reason for the medication delay. I would recommend this information be in the new employee orientation to ensure all staff are aware. This was something in one of my buildings that I found useful. Another common issue observed are accelerated expiration dates. Lisa, can you talk about medications that expire before the manufacturer's expiration date on the packaging? Sure. There are many medications which have a specified expiration date when unopened. However, the expiration date changes once the product is opened or the seal is broken. The consultant pharmacist or clinical nurse consultant can provide you an Omnicare CVS health medication storage reference guide. This guide highlights medications that have changes in expiration date upon opening. Not being familiar with the medications that fall into this category can cause medication availability issues, which may lead to delays in medication administration. Here are a few of the commonly used medications in this group. Insulin vials and pins, oral inhalers such as Simbacort, Adverdiscus, or Anoroelipta, nebulizer foil packages such as Palmacort or Zopinex, vaccines such as the influenza vaccine, ophthalmic solutions such as xylitan eye drops, and nasal spray such as calcitonin salmon nasal spray all have different dates once they are opened. I've always found it beneficial to provide the insert, if able, for staff for education regarding accelerated expiration dates. I know as a nurse we need to see it in order to be able to remember it. So that was one, one way that I always uh, provided that to the staff in, in my building. So that's going to wrap up our podcast on medication availability today. I want to thank Brenda, Lisa, and Joe for joining us today and providing their input on medication availability. Your insights and knowledge is much appreciated. And I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today for this podcast. We truly hope that you have learned something new and look forward to having you tune in for additional podcasts in the future. If any of our listeners have questions regarding the information that we discussed today, please reach out to your clinical nurse consultant, your consultant pharmacist, or account manager. Have a great day.